Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the All That I Am podcast. This is your girl, Lady Vivian Jacobs, and I am excited to be here to share with you all on my brand new podcast entitled All That I Am. The objective of this podcast and the purpose is to empower, encourage, and to uplift women from all walks of life to be unstoppable in their purpose, to be unstoppable in ministry, in their careers, and in life in general and to do it with grace. And so I'm excited. This is the very first episode and I believe that God is going to move in a special way. And so I want to just start off by just giving you a little bit of a background of the podcast and how it was birthed. And then we'll jump right into our topic or our subject at hand. And so I want to tell you a little bit about myself for those of you that don't know me. My name is Lady Vivian Jacobs. I am a mother. I am a wife. I am a first lady. I am a nurse leader. And that brings along a whole nother level of responsibilities and accountabilities. Uh, I am a teacher. I am a spiritual mother, a mentor, a leader of the women's ministry of my church. I work alongside my husband. I am so many things. But I also want to make sure that I say this. I am only able to be these things by the grace and the mercy of God. I am only able to be all that I am because God has empowered me. God has enabled me. He has given me the grace to do everything that he has placed in my hands to do. And I just want to encourage somebody. My whole purpose and intent of this podcast is to encourage the women to let you know that you can do everything that God has placed in your hands to do everything as it relates to work, as it relates to ministry, whatever it is that's calling your name, God has given you the grace to complete the assignment. Because most people that know me, you know that my life is complex. You know that my life is busy. Last year, I uh, got my double masters along with the five children that I have and just being the things that I needed to be to them and being the wife that I needed to be to my husband and even working a full-time job. It's a whole lot. But what has given me the strength and the push that I need is the grace that God has endowed me with to be all that I am. And oftentimes, I want to just say this. People would always ask me, how do you do what you do? How do you do all of that? How do you do everything and not lose your mind? And my only response was by the grace of God. I'm only able to do this by the grace of God. It's no goodness of my own. And don't get me wrong, there are practical measures that I have in place to help keep that structure and that balance to help me in this walk. But if God had not granted me his grace, if God had not granted me his strength and the know-how to do all that he has placed in my hands to do, I would not be able to do it. And so I'm only able to be, even as I said in the beginning, all that I am by the grace of God. And so I'm excited. I'm excited to have a very candid conversation on uh, this day with each and every one of you, uh, a very straightforward conversation, and just to kind of help every woman, and even if there is a man that may be tuning in, on how to balance everything that God has given you, and also how to walk in purpose, and how to tap in that purpose that God has ordained for your life. And so I want to jump right in. Let me slow down a little bit. I want to jump right in because this first episode uh, that we're uh, encounter, this first episode that we are going to talk about, is uh, entitled "Guilty of Purpose." Uh, so I want to make sure uh, that you understand exactly where I'm coming from because. I'm going to dive into that and I'm going to really dissect that as we begin to talk uh, and as I introduce my special guest. But a lot of times we can be found guilty of functioning in our purpose and not even know it. 
And so I have a very special guest that is here with me on today by the name of Elder Lisa Ballard. Let's put our hands together for her. She is an amazing woman of God, and I am so excited that she has joined us on today. And I just believe that she is going to share some real wisdom with us on how to be all that we are, how to walk out our purpose uh, with the strength and with the boldness that God has given us. And so a few things uh, that we are going to talk about is all that we were before the titles we were given, uh, the importance of embracing our voice in the midst of so many other voices, and how we have been gracefully managing every hat that has been placed on our head. And so let's welcome Elder Lisa Ballard. She is here. She is ready. And this woman of God, let me just say this, she is so near and dear to my heart. She is special to me. She is like a spiritual mother to me. She is a mentor to me. She has poured into me in ways that she does not even know. And so when she accepted this invitation to come and be a part of my very first podcast. I was so excited about it. And so without any further ado, uh, I have Elder Lisa Ballard uh, here with us. And Elder Ballard, I know you probably don't want me to call you that. Tell me what you would have me to call you uh, on this show. Let, let me just say, if that's okay with you, Lisa. Okay. Tell us. I know you like that. Tell us, who were you? before the titles. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Who were you before the titles, before the responsibilities and the church? Tell us a little bit about yourself. So I love, love, love being a wife. And yeah. before the titles came, I just wanted to have, if you would allow me to say this, I just wanted to have David Ballard's babies. I just wanted to make him a home. Do you know what I'm saying? I just wanted him to be. And, 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 and the great part about it, and we laugh about it now, yeah. we really grew up together. You know, we grew yeah. in marriage together. So before all of that, my concentration was on, on that. I had two children 15 months apart. You can relate, can't you? Uh -huh. yeah, can so, relate. And, yes. and I was, I was yeah. working. Husband was in, in Bible college at Moody, and we were trying to, you know, make a, a dollar out of 15 cents. The whole scenario. So that's, that's where we were, yeah. you know, um, going back to school and all other. So I always had, was dear to ministry, uh -huh. but nothing with the title. Do you get yeah. what I'm saying? Uh -huh. And so in... 1987, when my husband became pastor, um, I still would be asked to speak places, mm -hmm. but never with the title. Yeah. And I don't know if I told you this, Lady did, but I was I was bootleg preaching, if you will. <laughs> what That's is what, that? That what means you just preaching? people just call you to preach. And they just like, you know you're a preacher, girl. And he's like, no, I'm not. Just call me Lisa Ballard. And okay. I think the reason why I didn't want to acknowledge a yeah. calling, and especially a title, because I didn't want to, I'm not, I'm, I don't like controversy. Yeah. And I didn't want people to say, oh, you can't come to my church because you got a title and mm -hmm. all of that. So the Lord had to kind of get me on 67th and Cottage, if you know anything about the city. I do, I do. It's a graveyard there. And I was driving down the street one day and, um, the Lord said, you're going to do my will or you're going to be over there. And I, wow. and I know it was the Lord. And when wow. I got in the house, I just busted into tears, fell at my husband's feet. And he said, you're finally going to say yes. And it wasn't because yeah. I, needed that, I needed that recognition. Mm -hmm. It was him telling me, you need to obey me yeah. and don't get caught up in what other people say. Yeah, yeah. That's good. That's good, though, because what I'm hearing you say is that you are already guilty of yeah. being what God had called you to be. And oftentimes we look at the word guilty as something negative. Negative, exactly. But I want to turn it on today and look at it as something positive. You were guilty of being all of those things before a title was even given. You Absolutely. were guilty, I'm sure, of encouraging and pushing and nurturing because you had children of your own. And so many things you were already guilty of before you even had the title. Yeah, absolutely. Like you were already functioning in that. And so 
later on down the line, and even as you said, you had driven past uh, the gravesite, and God had told you like, that that's where you would be. You need you to know, figure out what you're going to do, you Lisa Valley. You got to figure out what you're going to do. And we yeah. oftentimes, that's real, though. It's real. It that's, was very real to me. You that's know? real, because we oftentimes find ourselves in situations like that where God sometimes has to push us. Yeah, yeah to really function in our purpose and put us in situations, you know, where we have no other choice but to function in our purpose. But it's so good that you are already guilty of functioning in so many of those things before the title because we're living in a day and age now where people want the title. Yes, lady. And they are not functioning in what the title is. Because the title is more important. Exactly. Because the title is more important. And I got to tell you, a title without power is just a nickname. Jesus. Jesus. I I mean, I I definitely (laughs) agree with you. (laughs) I agree with you because you have to have some fruit attached to that title absolutely you have to have some fruit attached to that title and so i'm, I'm just happy to hear that you said yes <laughs> me too because you I'm said yes <laughs> your yes was connected to so many other people saying yes God and so it brings me to my next question or topic of discussion uh, for this episode in the midst of so many voices, in the midst of everything else mm-hmm. that you had going on in your life, you were a mother, you were a wife, and you love being a wife. You were so many other things that I'm sure you did not even mention. And so even in the midst of all of those things that you were, and even now, all of the things that you are, how did you find your voice? How did you find your voice? How did you find your purpose? So... When, you, when I first saw that question, I was like, yeah. being just very transparent and yeah. being very real, I was trying to, have I found my voice? And then yeah. it occurred to me, there was a voice for, for every season that I was in. Wow. Isn't that something? That's good. Yeah, you started That's this good. because I wasn't even thinking about it. That's good. There, do you know what I'm saying? Like, for instance, let me just use this as an example. I am the mother of adult children. Mm-hmm. To God be the glory. They yeah. all gone. Glory. And um, <laughs> I'm gonna get that one day. Yes. Yeah. I know, honey. I'm with you to that point. <laughs> and um, one thing of my son is 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 close to forty. He's a pastor, and uh, I can't sit my only son, the only son mm-hmm. in the world that I birthed. I can't get him and put him on my lap mm-hmm. anymore. I can't. I can't mm-hmm. feed him. He has a wonderful wife. Yeah. Her job is to do those things that need to be done. Her job is to feed them and all that other stuff. Yeah. But that doesn't say that I'm no longer his mother. Mm-hmm. I'm still his mother, still but my mother. but my voice in his ear shifted. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Wow. I, I, I don't, my job, this may be for free, for those of you that have a son. <laughs> I can't go and, I can't go into Pastor David's house and Tell him, Danisha, you need to be doing this, you need to be doing that. That's an out-of-order voice. Uh-huh. But my uh-huh. voice shifted. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? So now I'm still his mom. Yeah. And the conversations that we have is son and, 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 son and mother conversations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. When I, so when I speak to the point that my voice changed with every season, wow. it didn't say anything different mm-hmm. as, a, as to our relationship. It just yeah. changed the dynamic. So that's why I make that example when we're hearing these voices. I've yeah. just learned since yeah. you and I have been talking about this podcast that there are voices for every season. Does that make sense to that you? That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and, and, and so, and we struggle with those voices. Mm-hmm. You know, like, when we send the kids off to school, you're struggling, you're struggling. Yeah. You know, I need to let them go, but I need them to be here in ministry. That's yeah. a whole nother, it's, it's whole another voice. Thing. Maybe yes. you should come off your secular job and just, mm-hmm. and just work 100% ministry. Yeah. All of those voices. So I think for every season of our life, Yeah. And, and, and one thing about it, I don't know exactly what scripture it is, but there is a scripture that says, my sheep know my voice, oh, yes. and no others will they hear. So I think hearing the right voice mm-hmm. in the right season, you just got to flow with yeah. it, I guess. Yeah. Did I, did I do right? Good. Okay. <laughs> did you tell the people I was nervous? Uh, no, I didn't well, tell, tell them. You are <laughs> fine. You are fine. I'm loving it. This is a very real 
and candid conversation and 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 I'm loving it. And so you you're helping. You are if you're not helping nobody else, you are helping me to God because me I never will. looked at it in that light. Me. And so thank you for saying that. Thank yeah. you so much. Um but I want to say that for me uh and finding my voice, it was a time of discovery for me. It was a time of of learning and a time of uncovering who I really was. And I oftentimes tell this, I knew who I was outside of the church. And I knew who I was in the church that I came from. Yeah. But now my responsibility and my accountability were changing. From zero to thousand. Right. Yeah. And so I had to learn who I was becoming. Yeah. And so that was a season and that was a process all in and of itself. So Vivian, can I ask a question? I yes. know this is your interview. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna switch the right. course. That is alright. How scary was that? That was very scary. I need for I need for the world to know that. It was very scary and I, I've told this before too, but I looked to see was there a manual in being a first lady? Who's gonna teach me how to do this? <laughs> and I mean, there are plenty of books. Yeah, but nothing really touched on what I needed. But I learned that it was on-the-job training. On and the I job. also learned that it took God to reveal to me and yeah. to show me. And I only found that out by spending time in his word, spending time in his presence, spending time in prayer, really spending time in the presence of God for myself. For yourself. For myself. Not really interceding for the kids or no, the husband or the church. I had to have a selfish moment. Yeah. I had to have a selfish moment because, and, and that's okay. When we hear the word selfish, it, it sounds like something bad. But I had to have a selfish moment to discover and to learn who I was becoming. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, that's and good. So, so that was difficult. And one of the things that I learned even in that is the only way to find your voice is to use your voice. Like I had to use it. And it reminded me of the story of the widow with the oil in the Bible. Yeah. How when she poured the oil out, it only multiplied as she poured it out. The more she poured. The more she poured, the more it was multiplied. And so I just want to encourage somebody that may be listening. Maybe you haven't found your voice and maybe you mm -hmm. haven't found your purpose because you're not doing. Absolutely. We got to do. We got to do something. And we can't. we have to make sure that we're not just doing something, but we're doing what God has purposed for us to do. And so I bumped my head a couple of times. What? Yeah, I, I bumped my head a couple of times. Yeah, I, I want to know who has it. Yeah. Thou who is a first lady that has a bump their head, cast the first stone. Right? Yes. Who has it? Yeah, and, and that's true because, you know, and then, and, and let's just be honest, I was afraid of failing. I didn't want to fail. And yeah. so I had to get past that, and I had to use my voice. And I had to keep using my voice, you know, and when I felt like maybe it, it didn't, you know, reach what I wanted it to reach or it didn't do what I set out for it to do, you know, or whatever the case may be, sure. in whatever capacity, I had to continue to use my voice. I had to continue to work in my purpose. And I found out this didn't work. Well, this did work. And that didn't work. Well, this did work. You know, but you never will know if you don't try. If you don't try. If you I don't agree. try, you'll never know. Absolutely. And so I, I only learned that um, through, of course, what I said, the personal time with God, and then also by doing. Yeah. And doing and doing. And so when I found my voice and when we find our voices, wouldn't you agree that it helps other people to find their voice? Absolutely. Their because it's a, it's a power of influence, I think. Yeah. And I think if yeah. they say... If she did it, I can do it. Or yeah. show me the way. Take me by my hand. Yeah. Show, show yeah. me how I can yeah. can find my voice. What do you mean yeah. when you say I found my voice? Just what you said. Yeah. I went before the Lord, and 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 and, and the scriptures clearly says, in all yeah. thy ways acknowledge Him. Yeah. He's gonna direct your yes, path. Yes, He will. And you're yes, gonna know it's your job. That's yes. that's. In fact, I'm teaching on that soon. You're gonna know that that's your set place. Yeah. You yeah. you don't even have to 
you won't even have to scratch your head and say, are you sure? You're going to absolutely, without a shadow of a doubt, know that yeah. that's your set place. Yeah. Because it's a passion that. that comes with it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. What are you most passionate about? What are you about? passionate about? What are you passionate about? What do you lose sleep? about yeah. because you're constantly thinking about it and so that's good that it, it definitely brings me uh back to the word guilty yeah. uh, and even as i heard you say uh and even as i'm thinking about myself i was always guilty of doing those things before there was even a title so like, vivian how important is a title it's, it's not i mean I mean, that's, that's I'm a hard starting one. stuff. That wasn't on the that's list. That's a hard was. one because it does have its place. It has its place. Absolutely. But you shouldn't seek after a title. Yeah. You shouldn't yeah. seek after it. And so I think that's one of the things that kind of pushed me away from it because I saw what what it looked like for some people. And I'm not going to say all people because there were good examples. Sure. But there were some bad examples where you saw hidden agendas, impure motives, you know, and, and it really kind of pushed me away from embracing my title. Absolutely. It did. I, and you know because what? Because I didn't like the way you it didn't looked like it. and I didn't want that look. I didn't want, that was me, Vivian. I didn't want that look. Let me just have another transparent moment, yes, okay? let's have it. I didn't want to be Elder Ballard. I didn't want to be Reverend Lisa yeah. Ballard. I didn't want to be a woman preacher because I thought women preachers just didn't have husbands. <laughs> it's like that's what I'm saying, and they were climbing pews. And if we can be honest, a lot of them. That's don't. what I'm talking about, Vivian. I wasn't yeah. gonna give up David Ballard. Come on. And then I see them walking pews. I wanted to be cute. I yeah. wanted to be dainty. I was like, Lord, come on now, what's up? And he's like, Psh, shut that yeah. down. I yeah. need to just reprogram you. But it, it can be different for you, right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it can be different. And sometimes I think. I know for me, if I can be honest, that's sure. one of the things that kind of kept me away. I, I believe you. kept me in a place of stagnation because I didn't want that oh, title because of the things that I saw. We, what but we, we saw. can re be the change that's that necessary. we want to see yeah. with what's attached Absolutely. to that. Absolutely. Yeah. That you can still be cute. You can preach yeah. in fishnets. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Preaching fishnets. She about to get me in trouble. <laughs> I've done it. <laughs> <laughs> Just get the ones with the little holes. Hey, <laughs> I hey. mean, just be yourself. Be yourself. Yes. You know? Yes. And so uh, that that's good because uh, even as we're talking about uh, the title of uh, this episode, uh, being guilty of purpose, uh, it, it, it's nothing better than being guilty of what God has called Absolutely. you to be than what God has called somebody else to be absolutely or her to be sure and so why is it so important to be guilty of what god has called you to be and not what he's called somebody else to be and to not try and be somebody else because let's just be honest social media has really misconstrued yeah. a whole lot as it relates you know, as, as we see people and we see things and, and, and it looks this way and it may look appealing and, you know, it's like, well, that may not be what God has called you to do. And then you see so much. And for some of them, let's just be honest, you know, this is not even who they are behind closed doors. A absolutely. So I think what's helped me in every arena, whether I'm preaching to two people or whether I'm preaching to 2,000, mm -hmm. whether I'm ministering to my family or what has helped me yeah. is that my name is Lisa Trinette Taylor Ballard. Oh, yeah. And I am the best Lisa Trinette Taylor Ballard. I love it. That's all I can be. I love it. Is Lisa Trinette Taylor Ballard. I love Claudette Copeland. But I can't be Claudette Copeland. Yeah. I have to be yeah. who I am. When I get on the arena or, or, or in a place where there are multiple speakers, yeah. I always hear the voice of my mentor and my covering telling mm -hmm. me, just be yourself. Don't try to be nobody else. Just be yourself. And I think that that's, I think that's sustaining. Yeah. And I is. have to, and I have to always, I remember one time I had to go to a church to preach a huge church in New Orleans and I was just scared. And my husband called me on the phone. Don't try to be nobody else, but who you are yeah. and who God made you to be. Yeah. And I think that's important. Yeah. Vivian, I don't think that a lot of those people on social media are yeah. real. Mm -mm. Because you never notice that they put, they don't ever put the bad stuff. Mm -mm. No, they're not going to do that. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm -mm. They're going to show My you My boyfriend beat me in the eye. No, they'll yeah. say, babe bought me a new ring. They never, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we have to kind of take social media like, 
what it is. Yeah. It's yeah. social. We gotta take it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because people will show you uh, only what they what they want you, want to, see. you to see. Come now, come yeah. now, prophet. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah. And so, in discovering our purpose, uh, sometimes I, I, I've come to find out that God will have us in a season of hiding. And when I say hiding, I mean a season of developing, a season of maturing. A season where you're still functioning in your purpose, you're still functioning in what he's called you to mm -hmm. without a title, you're functioning in all of that, but it just hasn't been manifested, revealed yeah. Yeah, and fully manifested, yes, but you're still functioning in that. And so how do you handle that season of hiding and how do you keep yourself in a place where you continue to function where you're supposed to and not move out of season because you're you maybe you're excited maybe you know what you have and you kind of feel like maybe it's not recognized but god is saying it's not your season to do that yet it's not your season to be revealed yet sure. but you've already been proven in your season of hiding the evidence is already there right right because of your works because of what you've done so how do you handle that season of, of hiding while God is still maturing you and you're still holding on to that promise of God, you know, to be all that he's called you to be, but it's just not your time to be revealed. So Vivian, you don't know this song, but there used to be a guy, a blues guy by the name of B.B. King. You know I listen to all music, right? Uh -huh. And so B.B. King played a song called One Thing Baby. I can't make my move too soon. Mm -hmm. do, do you remember? I love just, it. just yes. Google it, honey. I see where you're going. Though. So, I just, just Google, Google it, it and listen. <laughs> and 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 we get. I think that there is there is value. Yeah. In waiting on God's great reveal. Oh yes. That's Revelation. Uh, yes. Um, uh, Matt, um Isaiah chapter forty-one. Mm -hmm. I may be mistaken. Don't don't charge it to me. Um, the Bible says, "They that wait on the Lord." And he's not saying go in the corner and be cool. If you think about the concept of waiting, yeah. when I go to the restaurant, I get a waiter or a server. Uh -huh. So though, so they that wait on the Lord, yes. he's going to renew us. That's good. You know, so what we need to be doing in our season of hiding or in our season of development, which mm -hmm. is really cool, mm -hmm. we get busy. Yeah, we get work. You get you start working on the things that God has uh, allowed. Somebody needs to volunteer. Somebody yeah. needs to do this. Yeah. You get busy because yeah. what He's doing, He's prepping you in your place. Yeah. Do you remember? Yes. You yes. remember little Mary? Uh huh. Mary, mm -hmm. Mary's manifestation yeah. wasn't to the world immediately. The Bible says that an angel appeared to her. Remember? I do. And, he's, and then I do. He said, "Now go to your cousin Elizabeth's house," mm -hmm. and she had to wait there yeah. until it was time. And then the, the glorious part about it, when them babies got together on the inside. Yeah. The Bible yeah. says that John leaped with the Holy Spirit. Uh -huh. But look at what happened. Yeah. The revelation was for the outside. Because yeah. those two people, when Jesus came, when John came, they changed the world. But Elizabeth yeah. and Mary had to stay in a set place yeah. until the time had fully come. Fully come. Fully That's come. Good. And so I guess I, I guess I would tell people yeah. not to move too soon just yeah. just wait on the lord just and and when you get tired of waiting wait some more yes. and then this is what i always tell them lord me and you we're not on the same page with the timing yeah. i tell them that all the time yeah. ask them he'll tell you <laughs> i don't know what you be doing and he said lisa ballard sit down and just wait for me yeah every yeah. time i got in trouble was because i made my move too soon yeah it's cost me finances because yeah. i made my move yeah. too soon so i don't want anybody to have that testimony yeah. even when you think it's time to go. Stop and ask again. And yeah. the great part about it, the door will open. Yeah. And just by the way, I believe this is a season of open door. Yeah. I believe that the that God has sent this pandemic not just for the world to see an orange man in the White House with the title of the Talk president. About it. But a, but the character <laughs> of a clown. I I think this is a season that God <laughs> wanted to get get us together. Yeah. I believe I, the church is empty. What are we yeah. doing with that? What I believe that when we come out of this, we're supposed to come out with a different perspective. Yes. A different message. Yes. And people that are were in place to do things, mm -hmm. I believe when they come out they're either going to fail or they're going to do it. But understand this is yeah. this is a 
this is a Kairos moment, as my husband told me. Yeah. It's a crucial moment. Mm -hmm. And this season, that moment means you got to do it now. Yeah. And then when it passes, it's over. It won't work yes. when it passes. Yes, yes. So, yeah, that's what I think. That's, that's very key. Uh, what you said is so profound. Uh, we, we have to know the season that we're in. I don't know it. I'm not good at knowing it, though. We gotta know the season though. that we're in. I thought we did. I don't know the season. So I get jacked up sometimes. Like, what and am I doing? All, none of us know all the time. No, I'm so serious. Because I don't know all the time either. And, and we're earnestly praying for God to reveal to us. Show us. Is this the time and is this the season for me to do this and for me to do that? And sometimes we get confirmation and then sometimes we're still wondering, like, God, did you say anything? Is, this is, is me. Is this the season? Because <laughs> I have to ask him often. Yeah. I don't know what you're doing. And patience but is I trust a you. Is it, I don't know what you're doing, but I trust but you. But I trust you. I trust you. Whatever, Whatever you're doing, it is, just, I trust, I trust what you. you're doing. I don't know when, sure and I don't know, know how. But I trust you. But I still trust you. Amen. That's good. Amen. And so, in, in, in all of this, and, and after discovering your purpose, uh, and working and moving in your purpose. And I'm not just talking about in church. Okay. Uh, even outside of the church. Yeah. You know, yeah. whatever God has purposed you to do, whatever assignment God has placed in your lap, in your hand. Sure. How do you handle seasons where you may feel overwhelmed? Because you're wearing so many hats. You know, you and me, I can talk about me personally because I'm at a stage now where my kids are young. No and so, well, now, because of the pandemic, I don't have to worry about this, but it will come back up soon, but where you had to be at football, football practice, practice, volleyball, basketball practice, volleyball, They still got to eat. They still got to eat. They still yes, have to have plain clothes. You can't buy McDonald's every, every day. day. Yeah, yeah, I get yeah. that. Yeah. And so, sometimes, and I found myself at a place where I was overwhelmed. Absolutely. Because then... You, you know, you have your responsibilities. Let's just talk about even in the church. Sure, sure. You know, and then you still have to make sure that you do what you need to do for your husband. Yeah. Okay? Yeah, I mean, yes. I'm with you. know I'm with you. You know, I know you with me. Yes, so. <laughs> so how did you handle those seasons where you felt overwhelmed? Like, how did you, because what I want to say before you add sure. to this, sometimes, I know for me, how, what helped me, is to sometimes remove some things from my plate that could oh, be that removed. That was good. That was really good. Because let me tell you, sometimes we can be carrying things that God did not tell us to carry in the first place. Is it your assignment? Is it your assignment? It may be a job that needs to get done, Jesus. but is it your assignment? Is it your assignment? It might be the right thing to do, but is it, is your, it assignment? your assignment? Everything and everybody is not your assignment. Would you just help me in? It's not. <laughs> so you know what happened? Is it my turn to talk? It's your turn oh, okay. To talk. <laughs> you know, you know what happened, Vivian? I realized that I was trying to be everything to everybody. Yeah. We've and all been there. I'm, I'm, and just wearing myself down. Yeah. And then I'm a, what's that word? Help me out. Uh, what? I think I'm an introvert. Yeah, it's, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a trained extrovert. How I you heard did? somebody say that. I'm okay. an introvert, okay. but I have to be an extrovert because of who I am. And so I have to train myself. But Okay, <laughs> so maybe I use the word, word then. Let me go ahead. Maybe I'm an maybe I'm an. I can't believe you're an introvert. That's why I said maybe I use the wrong word. Let me tell you you're why I said extrovert. But 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 okay, that's why I said I think I used the wrong word. Okay, that's okay. My husband's gonna be mad at me because I used the wrong <laughs> word. He's gonna say, Lisa, how you say that wrong? It's okay, <laughs> it is all right. I'm an internalist. Can I say that? Internalist. Okay. So why do I say that? When things bother me, mm -hmm. so many times I get it and tuck it away. Mm. Okay, I'm the exact opposite. So I tuck it away, especially when things close to me okay. bother me. So when I'm when my heart is overwhelmed, yeah. oh no, I'm not gonna let you see me fall. Yeah. Even if that means getting up at two o'clock in the morning, doing some loads of clothes mm -hmm. and making sure everything is done. Do you get what I'm saying? I get it. So I get it. so I had to learn how just as I started out, mm -hmm. it may have been something that needed to be done. Yeah. But was it my job? Yeah. Vivian, here was the hardest lesson I learned. Yeah. It's My hard. first assignment really is not Sunrise. Sunrise for Gospel Baptist Church, 6159 South Aberdeen, <laughs> where my husband is the pastor. That's not my, it's that not wasn't true. my first assignment. Yeah, yeah. 
I brought those wonderful children in the world by love, but they weren't my first assignment. Um, because Genesis chapter 2, maybe 2 or 1, when God brought Eve to Adam, he said it wasn't good for him to be alone, but I'm going to give him a help me, somebody that was suited for his needs. One, one interpretation says um, uh, somebody to help him be the best Adam he could be. Yes, I love that. So my first assignment yes. really is, is David Ballard singing. You going to put him before your kids? Come walk with me and listen unto me. Yeah. If he is, if everything is good with him, come on. If, come I, on if I'm ministering us. to him the way I need yes. to be ministering to him, yes. I feel like my husband should walk in a house and it's peaceful. Yeah. Even with all our kids. Mm-hmm. Even the noise, but the atmosphere is peaceful. I'm yeah. not saying they're not running around. He just feels a different, yeah. he has a different spirit when he walks in his house. Yeah. And that's my job. Why is it your job? Proverbs chapter 14, verse 1 says, A wise woman builds her house, but a foolish woman tears it down with her own hands. That's the word. So when, when my job is to do what God placed at Eve in the, in the garden to do, is to help him to reach his greatest potential. So that means that while, while I'm working on the women's ministry and I'm at the church frying chicken, which, by the way, is just an analogy, and I'm at the church frying chicken, what is he doing? Yeah. You know, maybe he needs to talk to me or something. Mm-hmm. So, so what I had to learn how to do yeah. in, in, so that I wouldn't be overwhelmed, and that's, is this what you want me to do? Yes. Is, yes. This, is this, where can I, where, where, where can I best help here in the ministry? Yeah. And if I felt like if I did it that way, according to the plan of God, yeah. then he's going to help me structure it. You yeah. know, in the first, from 19 whatever, for 10 years of my married life mm-hmm. with little children, I traveled 80% of my job. And he was the first one. And I was the first lady. Yeah. Who can do that? Yeah. Getting up 6 o'clock in the morning, flying you through the airport <laughs> to get to church by 11 uh-huh. o'clock, you know? Yeah. And so so what God, when, you know, again, that voice that comes in, see, okay, you can go, we're going back to work. Yeah. Don't get no job that travels. I, I heard his voice. Yeah. Do you know what yeah. I'm saying? So all those things. And I love how you said, Lord, remove some of this stuff from my plate. Show me where you want me to be yes. right now. Yeah. So that when I am overwhelmed, I know how to sit down yeah. and play silly games like I do right now. Uh-huh. uh-huh. It has, yeah. I read a book that has it's no important. literary value. Mm-hmm. Just, just, just. It's, it's important. You have to do that. Yeah. It's important. I, I, I definitely can relate to you. It, it definitely is important. Uh, to make sure that we don't get uh, to that place where we're overwhelmed because right. sometimes That's we good. can take so much on and even as I mentioned put so much on our plate and try to be this to that person and be this to that person you know and then when we get home to our husbands we don't have anything else left yeah, Vivian, that's exactly what and I was so trying I to like say. I like how you put that. <laughs> yeah. I like how you put that. This should be saying, Bib, come on, let's go have some yeah. tea. And you're like, dude, I'm tired. Yeah, some tea. Yes, we're going to keep it at tea. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> so, we, I love it. I love it. But, hey, this is a real conversation. Yeah. It, it definitely is real. Um, but I, I, I like that because we, we oftentimes have to take a step back yeah. and really look and really evaluate what we have on our plate. You know what just occurred to me? Mm-hmm. Preserving our bodies. Yeah. Our body is a temple. We're bad of at that. We are. We do we're everything. Bad. Yeah, we're bad at that. Yeah. Yeah, we, we have to preserve our bodies. Um, and we have to know what we're putting in our bodies and the extra stress levels that we're allowing to overtake our bodies because exactly. it's connected to so many things. Our Health hair. problems, yeah. our hair. Fall out all on the ends. <laughs> it's good. That's why we don't have no edges. Edges. Yes, I just, That's why we, we got to do see, this I and stuff. Yeah, man. Up. Yeah. So we, we have to make sure the stress. that we, we, we take some things off of our plate. That wasn't supposed to be there in the first That's place. Right. That is so major. <laughs> we have to make sure. And so, uh, one of the things, how how do you balance everything? Like, do you have? I know for me, one because I had went through a season of of overwhelm, and I had to come to you know a place. And of course, like I said, I believe that God gives us the grace to handle everything. Sure. The grace to handle everything that He has given us. But there are also practical measures that we need to, 
you know, take hold of. Like I had to make sure that I maximized on my calendar and that I saw what my husband's calendar was. And I had to make sure that I put family time in our calendar. DNS. Yeah, yeah. To go vacation and a time for myself. And even as you said, we have to take care of our bodies, of our temples. We have to make sure we have me time. Absolutely. So I know for me, one of the things in helping me to maintain balance was to be more strategic in my planning. You just, you that was it. Yeah, be strategic in it. And that was it. Everything I do is in my calendar. And, and just not... You know, they said our, our plans fail because we fail to plan. Yes. And I think it's so important when, yeah. when we wear a lot of hats mm -hmm. that you are strategic with your planning. Yeah. You know, and, and, and I have to do that honestly with with my job, with my family. Yeah. I mean, you know, at the yeah. church, I have to strategically plan. So what we, we do, just what you said. Yeah. July, yeah. we're on a chill pill mode. Yeah. And, 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 and we try to honor that because yeah. we have to regroup. And then throughout the week, Vivian, yeah, we so old school. We still cook at home and stuff. I love it. We, ha you know, cause eating out, you know, sometimes we don't want to eat out. Yeah. We don't want to talk to nobody. Yeah. So I have to strategically plan our meals. Mm -hmm. I strategically plan if I I'm have teaching. To get better at that. I know it's just a lot I gotta of work. get better at that. And going to the grocery store, and I'm yeah. in, yeah. So all of those things, you hit it. You yeah. hit it on the nail. It's strategic planning, just yeah. like we have in organizations. Yeah, you know we have to know what we need to get done, what aid needs to get accomplished. Mm -hmm. All these kids need to get to school. All these kids need to get uh, uh, vaccinations. B, how are we gonna get there? Yeah. What are the tools that's gonna help you get there? And what are the things you need to let go in order to yeah to be successful? Yeah, you know. Mm -hmm. So it's I think that we have to think thoroughly through our week. Do you like at the beginning of the week know what you need to do for that week? And I do. I do. I, um, I I try and plan each and every day. Like, I have to because if I don't, so many things will get missed. Yeah. If I showed you my calendar, you would be supplied. You really put that in there? Yeah. Yeah, I'm with I, you. I, I get, put that in there. Do uh -huh. not, do not DNS. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? I get that. I, I put it in there because I, think that's important. I, I need that. Yeah. I need it to help keep me on on track to help keep me focused and to help keep that structure there because I, I didn't always have that no. and when I didn't have that structure and when I didn't have that order in my life there it is <laughs> many what happened we, we act we lack order it was just so much chaos and confusion and then did you notice I don't know if it happened in your house when there was no order the the most the, the most stressful time was Sunday morning Oh my goodness! That's when the enemy threw everything. Oh at my you God! Good. You couldn't find the no, second shoe. You nothing couldn't find. And then you hear, "Why yeah. you didn't get this ready on Saturday night?" Uh huh. Yeah. All the kids want to holler and yeah. cry and complain and don't want to get up and get their hair done. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, so, you know my struggles. Yeah, yeah. I get that. Mm -hmm. So I think it's a planning issue. Yeah. And and if I had, if I could take a poll, yeah, I bet most of us would say, "I got in this overwhelming state." Mm hmm. I couldn't balance it because I failed to plan. Wow. Yeah. And you know what? It's okay. Yeah. Whatever floats your boat. If you put it on your on, on your phone calendar, you, if you can, if you need to write it down. But I works. really think that that's that's the important factor. Yeah. You said it. Strategic yeah. planning. Yep. Strategic planning. Yeah. That's a that's a big one. That's a good one. And so, I, I mean, I, you've definitely helped me. You've helped me. I'm sure you've helped everybody you that is me. <laughs> No, you you really have helped me. I, I definitely uh, appreciate you being here Amen. and really just sharing your wisdom. Like you've been in this for a long time, a long oh, time, God. yeah. And so I value anytime I get to sit at your feet oh, i value that Amen. time you, and so sweetie. i definitely thank god for you uh and and as we're nearing the end because we're at the end of this episode i want you to just kind of just speak to the audience and and maybe there's someone that's struggling to find their purpose or maybe there's someone that is overwhelmed maybe they know their purpose but they're so overwhelmed by so many other things how would you encourage that person to be able to walk wholeheartedly in what God has them called them to. So I'd like to to uh, go back to 
2019 and even in January when all the people were coming up with their yearly things. Yeah. Everything. In my, in every, a lot of places, let me just say that. Yes. Everybody was, this is the year of focus. This is the year of 2020 vision. And what happened? We all suddenly got shut down. Yeah. Every industry in the world was affected by this coronavirus. And I feel like it was that God had to press the reset button on all of us. I yeah, think that I that, that I think that it was a time when we needed to to go back and mm -hmm. and and I really I'm encouraging everybody under the sound of my voice to just check yourself out. This yeah. is something that you want to get done that you know that you need to get done. I'm asking you to do a self-evaluation. Yeah. I think the scripture says, let a man examine himself. Lord, what do, you, what do you want me at? It's okay to ask God that. What do you want me to do? This is what I really want to do. Is this your purpose? Yeah. Is this your plan for mm -hmm. my life? Mm -hmm. The other thing that I want to address, so use this time wisely. Yes. That's, that's A. That's good. Use this time that's wisely. Good. Write your book, you know, write your letters. Read the books you need to read. Mm -hmm. use, use this time wisely to get closer to God. The second thing that I want to kind of enforce mm -hmm. that I've learned over the years and I've watched them come and go, yeah. don't go solely after the title. I need you to be guilty Please of purpose. Yes. Be, be guilty, guilty of purpose. Be guilty of it. You know, that if you yes. never, if you never, if you never call me that, just work the purpose. Um, I unfortunately, Lady Vivian, thank mm -hmm. God this isn't your testimony. It's so many women that I know. I want to be married to a preacher. Mm -mm. I don't no. know why. No. But many of them get caught up in the title uh -uh. of first lady uh -huh. and don't understand and the purpose. Understand. So they love being the first lady. Yeah. But do you love the pastor, boo? Come on. Do you know what I'm saying? Come on. You, you know, That's what is real. it? So I need for us not to go chasing. After a title, I need you to say, I'm guilty of purpose. Yes. Whatever that purpose is, yes. I, I need you to find yourself, whatever you find your hand to do, what the Lord told you to do. Because yes. it may be the right thing to do, yes. but is it your assignment? Is it your assignment? I need you to be, That's I need good. you to watch after that. Because God has put us in different seasons. Yes. And the last thing I want to say, I guess to close it out, I need you to search hard for his voice. Yes. And it really isn't that hard. Because if you know his word, you know his will. And if you know his will, you know his word. And how can I get there? Yes. By just talking to him. It don't have to be real deep. You ain't got to just fall out on the floor with stuff coming yeah. out your mouth. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about doing what they say. Find yourself in the secret place of the most yes. high. Yes. And just dwell there in his presence. Because yes. in the presence of the Lord, yes. I believe the scripture says there is fullness yes, of joy. He reveals joy. himself to you yes, in his does. presence. And sometimes we're looking for the preacher to come and yes. lay his hand on me. And the Lord, daughter, the Lord said this. Yes. And, and somebody yes. came up to me and said, the Lord told me to tell you to come off your other job. And I said, that is really weird. Because I am in direct relationship with God. And, and I just and I kind of feel he would have told me first before he told you, come help me somebody. But I get into <laughs> Direct relationship with God, so you'll know His voice. Yes. Baby, I need to know. That's good. When, you can yeah, you help me with this. When yes. you you can walk in the house and yell at my Bella and everybody else and say do this and do that. Yes. But when Bishop walks in the house, it's yes. a, and he says it. Don't ain't yes. they like they stopping. Uh-huh. And then uh -huh. and then my husband would say, it don't even take all that. And yeah. I want to say, yeah, but you got the voice. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. I want us to get to the place yeah. where we'll know the voice of God. I love and we'll it. just stand still and say, I yes, I will. Yes, I will. Because the safest place yes. in the whole wide world yeah. really is in the will of God. It's in the will of God. You and you said this already, but it just really resounded in my spirit when you just said it again now. You cannot know your voice or find your voice until you know the voice of God. See, baby, you sound better. I didn't you say it like, write that down. <laughs> <laughs> say it again so I can use it again. I'm going to make that a one of my status. <laughs> you will not be able to find your voice and know your voice until, until you know the voice of God. To God be the glory. Now to unto God him. Be the glory. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. So and we good. Can close out on that, that was super that, cool. Yeah. Make that a commercial. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to leave everybody with this uh, one thing, uh, just to kind of, even as she so well summed everything up. If you're going to be guilty of anything, anything come on. 
be guilty of being you unapologetically. Yeah. Be guilty of functioning in your purpose. Amen. And not that of somebody else's. Yeah. And be guilty of functioning in your assignment. That's good. Be guilty of that. Because that's when God is pleased when we do what he has called us Amen. to do. Amen. And we be and strive to be all that he's called for us to be. We can do it. You can do it. Trust God. You can do it. Trust God Vinny, and walk me, in it. Embrace it. I just want to say this. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. I pray this for my children, and it just occurred to me when you said that, and we're going to go home. You're fine. When I want God's voice to be louder than their voice. Yes. That's so that's what good. I want. All these nuggets. Let us pray that God's voice is louder than, because sometimes yeah. we talk our own victory away. We do. We do. Do we? We can talk ourselves out of things. Do I'm yes, good can. at talking to Lisa Ballard. Are you? Yeah, I'm, I'm good at it. I was it. like, girl, you yeah. know you're crazy. That's what I say. <laughs> now you need to straighten up and get this stuff together. Yeah. Lord, let your yes. voice be louder than yes. mine. Yes, let Jesus your voice name. be louder than mine. In Jesus' name. That is good. Yeah. That is postable. That is, they call it retweetable. <laughs> I don't even have a Twitter account, but that that's good. Amen. I love it. And so thank you all thank so you. much for tuning in. Thank you to our special I guest. I just love her. I love you more. And this was my very first episode on my podcast, All That I Am. I and love it. I am excited. I'm excited about what God is going to do because my aim, of course, is to please God, yeah. but to help somebody. That's good. I just want to help somebody. I just want to help that, That's all Did I want Did you want do. me to sing that song? If I could help somebody? Okay. <laughs> we'll I won't. do that next time. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you my <laughs> I do want to take a moment uh, to uh, promote advertisement at this time. If you have not had a chance to visit my website, please visit my website. Um, it is www.imvivj.com. Please visit my website and we have advertisement opportunities where we will promote you during the podcast. It'll be a wonderful thing. So I invite you to join the website and to subscribe and also to inquire about advertisement. You can subscribe at the same website. Please do that. We would love your support. Thank you all so much for helping this to be successful and to reach the masses so that the word of God and the encouragement and, and what he has given me uh, on this platform just to change the lives of women and just to help. Thank you so much. And we will see you next time on the next episode of the All That I Am podcast. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.